0: And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen here on the Intuitive Therapist podcast. I am the Intuitive Therapist, and I'm here to talk to you today about the power of your beliefs. Antonio Machado said that under all that we think lives all we believe, like the ultimate veil of our spirits. Beliefs underlie everything we are sometimes not even aware we, we believe. Our beliefs have become so ingrained, uh, especially from our upbringing, that we, they're, they're so buried underneath, we end up just having habits and behaviors uh, simply because it's, it's what we've known. And many people aren't aware that you can change your beliefs. And I'm gonna talk to you about that today because the beliefs that we have, they make a difference between success and failure. Uh, what you believe determines what you will do. What you believe about yourself determines what you will do. Beliefs are the meaning that comes from certain situations, okay? So a belief is a feeling of certainty about what something is going to mean to you. Each of us has a core set of beliefs that originated from different experiences in our lives. Yet most of us, we don't even realize what they are, like I said, or exactly when we decided to believe what we believe. Sometimes we can identify specific times where we're like, yep, yeah, no question, I had this experience, boom, there's my belief. But most of our beliefs kind of have been indoctrinated into us uh, when we are unaware. We become remiss when we hold a situation accountable for what we believe. We all would be better served to live from an understanding that it is not the events in our lives that shape us. Here's the most important thing, but it's our beliefs as to what those experiences mean that shapes our lives. I'm going to say it again. It is, they're not the events that in our lives that shape us, but our beliefs about what those experience and events mean that shape who we are. That's why our beliefs are so powerful. Our basic belief system creates a sense of certainty, and it is black and white. I can or I can't. Okay, Henry Ford said, if you believe you can, you can. If you believe you can't, you can't. It's that simple. If we reinforce a belief long enough, rehearsing it in our minds, then it creates a sense of certainty that really settles itself into our body's memory, almost like muscle memory. So just understand the more you focus on something uh, and reinforce it and reinforce it and reinforce it, the stronger it gets just as if you were working out or building muscle. A perplexing question that I often ask my clients is, well, what does that mean about you that that happened? People will often come in, clients will come in and they'll talk about a certain experience and I'll say to them, well, what what does that mean about you? And they look at me like, that is one of the weirdest questions I've ever heard. I'm like, that's because nobody's ever asked you. But we interpret who we are, we define who we are based on, of course, not the experience, but the beliefs we have, the feelings we have, and the thoughts we have. So like I said, usually clients repeat this question out loud as they consider their answer. They take a moment, and then they identify the label that they've given themselves because an experience. We give ourselves labels. For example, I'm a success I'm a failure, I'm inadequate, I'm strong, I'm a loser, you know, I'm a badass, I'm just like my father, I'm just like my mother, uh, I'm a star, whatever the label is, I'm not good enough. Once once I get my clients to distinguish between, you know, uh, who they are because of what they believe, and uh, then I ask them, to really focus on being able to develop a strength-based approach to who they have defined themselves to be. So in other words, I'm asking them to kind of change who they think they are because of a circumstance, because it just takes a moment. So I ask them to alter whatever disempowering belief that they have so that they can move into a more resourceful state and have more powerful beliefs that lead them into better directions in their lives. The challenge with disempowering beliefs is that they begin to limit our quality of life. Not only do we form beliefs without intentionally doing so, a lot of the times, like I said, as we grew up, we kind of experienced things, we were taught things, we took on our parents' belief system, our grandparents' belief system, aunts, uncles, whoever, Um, we also form these beliefs based on misinterpretations of what's happened. There are so many times that we misdiagnose something that's happened. And I'll tell you why, because we are coming from our own value and belief system. We are not like anybody else. That's why relationships are so tough because you have two different people. Even if you have the same values, you may not have the same beliefs, And so you might believe that a man or a woman acts this way or that way, uh, and then you start to clash. Your problem-solving skills may be different uh, than that of your partner. Um, What you believe about religion or spirituality or health, emotional wellness, physical wellness, whatever it is, when you have those differences in beliefs and values, what people should and shouldn't do, then uh, there's the potential to have discord and pain. Uh, and, and once, what's interesting is once we have these misinterpretations, these, these uh, kind of uh, unwarranted beliefs, um, then the beliefs somehow become truth. When I, uh, I mentioned something in a previous podcast about how uh, we form assumptions and then the assumptions become what we believe. And then if we believe those beliefs long enough, then they become our truth. And I can tell you this, if those truths allow you to feel good, well, shoot, keep them. But if they don't, that's where the problem is. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. So when a client comes into a session with me feeling negatively, it's important for me to find out if they believe they are in pain or suffering. So I ask certain questions to distinguish if what they're saying is because of a single incident or if it's rooted in historical thinking. If someone believes that they're in pain, they, on some level, know that it is temporary. If someone believes that they're suffering, then they have adopted a pattern of beliefs that result in the feeling that pain will never end. According to Dr. Martin Seligman, there are three categories, three specific belief patterns that a person must practice in order for him to feel completely resourceless. He calls these categories permanence, pervasiveness, And personal. For a person to believe that they are suffering, they must believe that the problem will never go away, that it's permanent, that it affects all aspects of their life, that it's pervasive, and that there is a problem with who they are as a person, personality defect, and therefore you have no power to change your life, that what's happening to you in essence is personal. So again, those three things are permanence. Pervasiveness, personal. If you have those three things going on, then you're suffering. You're not in pain. To facilitate the breakthroughs with my clients, it means that I've got to help them change their beliefs. I've got to help them change those beliefs that have caused them these limitations where they have uh, grown into suffering. And the only way that I can do that is to help, is for me to help their brain associate massive pain with their choice to hold on to that belief. Now, let me explain what I mean. When we hold uh, a belief that, you know, maybe we, we experienced a discomfort, not massive pain, then we tend to kind of hold on to the belief. But if, if you're sitting with me and you're really, really struggling, I'm gonna ask you, well, what's the cost of having this belief? How much is it costing you? How much is it costing you in the area of just happiness and peace? And 99.99% of my clients would say, it's costing me everything. So how worth it is it to you to get out of out of that pain? And then I help them associate remarkable pleasure to the idea of adopting a new belief, one that empowers them. Because once people acknowledge the pain that they're in, uh, understand the reason why and how it's truly negatively impacting their life. The next thing they want to know is how to get out of it. The way that I do that is to help create doubt in people's negative beliefs. It's the only way to go. When I'm able to create doubt around a client's limiting belief, then I can change the belief entirely. I can help them. And it's not like I'm, uh, planting and planting in their mind, my beliefs. I'm not because, Typically, if you have a negative belief, you're going to want the opposite, right? So uh, I help my client understand and uncover the beliefs that they want to have. Then, they ha- then I help them adopt them as their truth. Most of us have habitually used a belief or a set of beliefs to defend ourselves from past pain. We carry these beliefs forward and apply them throughout our lives as an additional protective mechanism, right? So if I believe, let's say for example, I had a crappy childhood experience where I felt neglected, I wasn't loved, uh, maybe there was uh, some uh, trauma of different kinds, um, then I'm gonna make sure that nobody gets close. I'm going to make sure that, um, I let somebody know that in a relationship, um, I already can assume that they're going to hurt me. You know, we could think things like that and it robs us of having peaceful, good relationships. So like I said, we carry these beliefs forward and apply them throughout our lives as additional protective mechanisms. It's as if we believe that, that at some other point in time, we're going to experience the same type of pain and we have to be prepared and protected. And that for a lot of people, I will tell you what that's called, is called anticipatory anxiety. And when we have anticipatory anxiety, we are anticipating the anticipation of pain. We are so focused on the future of what we think is gonna happen, the pain that we're gonna get in, guess where we're not? We're not in the present. And so I anchor my clients in the present. And the problem with this defense mechanism of uh, making sure that we convince ourselves that we're going to experience future pain is that the previous beliefs, like they, they, we think they're useful, we think they're helpful, but in reality, they're useless. Maybe at the point in time we formed a conclusion, but really at this point in time, if you were to look at your life, knowing now how much power you have to change your beliefs, how much power you have over your life to take different... Uh, paths to choose different actions. Can you really be completely aligned with these past beliefs? Can you really, uh, can you really believe them anymore? And the question is, if you're going to choose to believe them, are you going to intentionally look for evidence to support your negative belief? Because if you do that, you're screwed. That's all I'm going to tell you. You will not be happy. But if you look for evidence where life is good, where that pain doesn't exist, where that belief doesn't apply, now you're talking. So I question the limiting beliefs and interrupt my client's pattern of certainty, shaking up the previous references that they've used to justify their tight hold on their limiting belief. Some people feel like if I let go of believing something, I am so wide open and being vulnerable. Well, It's difficult. You can't let go of an old belief without being able to have a new one. And in order for you to let go of a belief, you got to believe that it's causing you more pain to, to, to have it than it is to keep it. And so you're able to let it go. You're able to identify a new way of believing and a new way of focusing. So it's at that point of uncertainty that I can help my clients open themselves up to adopting new and resourceful beliefs that immediately improve the quality of their life. So if you're somebody who is struggling to understand, like, why am I so miserable? Why, why uh, am I feeling so much pain? Your beliefs are the core part of it, in addition to the questions that you ask yourself. So instead of why am I such pain, a question could be, what do I need to do now to experience pleasure in my life? What do I need to believe now so that I can feel better, more motivated, more inspired, more uplifted? What do I need to do now to feel better in my relationship? Do I need to talk differently, communicate differently? Do I need to let things go more often? Do I need to pay attention to more things more often? Do I need to um, be by myself for a little bit? Do I need to get a job that truly suits me instead of feeling like I just got to struggle from paycheck to paycheck? Do I invest in myself differently so that I can have the kind of life I want because nobody else is going to help me get there. But me, these are the kind of questions that are important for you to ask. These are the kind of questions that help you change the beliefs into empowering ones. If you're somebody who'd like to know more about your life, if you're struggling with something in particular, would like a reading around an area of your life, by all means reach out. Uh, My readings are really unbelievable. And I can say that because they're not of me. I don't take credit for them. Uh, They are through me. uh, And it would be my pleasure to do a reading for you. You can reach out to me for a reading at 404-558-3971. Or you can email me at Janice at JaniceRCohen.com. And please rate and review my podcast. If you feel feel like it's helpful, please let me know. I love seeing all the comments and ratings there. It really makes me feel good and allows me to help more people. uh, The more people that spread the word and the higher ratings that it gets. Um, And also, uh, by all means, I wish you a wonderful week. I wish you a blessed day. And as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes.